Sirius XM Sports Podcasts presents Mad Dog's Daily Bite with Christopher Russo. And good afternoon, everybody! Nuggets number one. Great performance all the way around by them. Uh, you know, they had a little killer instinct after a bad first half last night. Down 72-57. to 57. They bounced back right away. Started the third quarter. They went on a rampage. They did that a lot in this series. You know, it's funny. Game one, they got off to a great start. 37-25 after one. Had a good lead throughout most of the game. Then they got tight, but they got through the game in the last few minutes. LeBron missed a three, which has been his want uh, at the end, which would have tied it up or could have tied it up the one possession that the Lakers had with a chance to tie you know game two of course uh, the Lakers had the lead throughout the game and then the Nuggets had that great burst and uh, you know won the game going away game three we saw the other night uh, with uh, you know the great performances all the way around including the 30 points at the half uh, by uh, Jamal Murray who was just tremendous and they won 119 to 108 uh, going away this is after they won 108 103 and this is after they won 132-126. And then, of course, last night, uh, you know, they were, you know, bad first half, no question about it, but they bounced back in half number two, uh, in trouble there at times in the uh, first half, but a 36-16 fourth qu- third quarter gave them a seven-point lead heading into the fourth, and then and the game got tied on a couple of occasions, but the Lakers kind of stood around, Mag- uh, uh, LeBron included. Jokic made some big plays, a huge foul on Anthony Davis, which enabled Murray to have three free throws off a timeout with the game being tied and Murray knocked them down and you know the Nuggets who you know shot the ball 48% clip who had five starters all scoring double digits that includes Aaron Gordon who you know is is a useful player last night he played great you know 22 points six boards five assists made three threes and nine of 14 you know Porter doesn't uh, never misses a never uh, you know hesitates on a on, on any kind of shot. Jokic does what he does. He's by far the best player in the league. 30, 14, and 13. 14 boards, 13 assists, and the 30 points, including some big ones late. Murray, of course, has 25. He is very capable. Uh, Cardwell Pope did a good job, made three threes. They don't have much of a bench. They get a little something out of Jeff Green. They get a little something out of Brent Brown, but he only plays seven players. And, uh, you know, they need to improve that down the road. Their bench isn't very good. But the bottom line is, is that the Nuggets... Uh, were very workmanlike, uh, shot 48%. They made 12 threes in a game, played good defense, held the Lakers to 8 for 20 shooting from three. And, you know, LeBron did not play well in the second half after he basically played every second in half number one. LeBron did not play that well in half number two. He didn't want to shoot the ball. Van Gundy kept on imploring him to get down in the low box and uh, take advantage of that mismatch. He basically hung out on the perimeter. Uh, he has not been a good three-point shooter basically all year. Uh, accentuated again in his postseason. LeBron last night from three, what did he shoot? Well, a little better, four for seven. So last night from three, he was better, to be quite, uh, uh, you know, to be quite honest. And he had 40 points. But again, late in the game, he didn't do much. Davis, uh, as is want, one good game, one uh, so-so game. Last night was kind of in between. He had 14 rebounds, which you like, and he had 20-something points.
points, but he wasn't a major factor in the game. And, you know, I wouldn't call it really a great game by Davis. He scored 21 points, 6-15 to 15 from the floor. And the Nuggets did a wonderful job. You know, they, you know, they were sort of, in a lot of ways, the unheralded team when the Western Conference postseason began. Everybody was curious on Golden State. And if they could, you know, garner some juice on the road, everybody thought about Durant and Paul. And, of course, um, a booker uh, with Phoenix. Everybody was interested with the Clippers. Then some injuries hit. Lakers obviously weren't interest all the time anyway. People kind of forgot a little bit about Denver. They really did. They didn't pay too much attention to them. The eyes were focused on the Sacramento-Golden State series to begin the NBA Western Conference. Uh, a little bit of Clippers-Phoenix, too. And not that many people were really thinking that too much about the Nuggets. Uh, and, you know, they went about their business. They were up 3-0 on Minnesota. They had to work hard to finish the T-Wolves off. They won, lost Game 4 and had to go to overtime in Game 5, but they got the job done. They were 2-2 with the Suns, but then they won two convincing games in a row. Game six was a blowout. They were up by 30 at the half. And then they turned around and won four in a row here. So they've won six straight overall in the postseason. Right now, they are 12-3 and three in the postseason. They've won 12 out of 15. That's very, very impressive. And they've beaten a lot of Hall of Famers. I mean, they beat Durant. They beat Booker. They beat Paul. They beat, obviously, Davis. They beat uh, LeBron. They've done a hell of a job. And I think they are the clear-cut favorite to win the NBA championship. They are going to play Miami. They're not playing the Celtics. They're going to have home court. Doesn't seem to hurt Miami. Uh, they won games in Milwaukee, New York, and Boston, but uh, I think the Jokic should be too much. They got a very, very good secondary weapon in Murray, who's an you know who's uh, who's a great offensive player, probably a touch below Booker. A touch below Lillard, but, you know, he belongs in at least the same kind of conversation. He's probably the fourth best two-guard in that conference, third best two-guard in that conference. He's, he's better than Thompson right now, and that's saying something. Uh, he's a hell of a player, and, you know, Jokic is by himself. He is so much better than Embiid, it's not even funny. I mean, that's, I mean, the idea that, and I love, I, Jackson is, I get a kick out of him, but the idea that Mark Jackson somehow left Jokic out of his top five with the NBA, I know he voted for, you know, Embiid and Giannis and, you know, people like that. But the idea that he left him out of the top five is a joke. I mean, Jokic is a hell of a player. You know, Lockery was right. You know, Lockery had told us, and we'll talk to Kevin before the final, whenever they started, what, in August? Uh, that, in fact, uh, you know, he is the most skilled center that he's ever seen. I mean, he does a little bit of everything. He shoots threes. He's a point forward when he wants to bring the ball up to court. He can rebound. He's good around the base. He's unorthodox, which makes him, he's almost clumsy at times, which makes him very hard to guard. And he's a great player. I mean, that's all there is to it. He's a tremendous player. And he seems like he's a very good guy. He seems like he's an excellent guy. He's good in the post game. He's actually talking to Lisa Salters, who somehow didn't see him play ever, uh, as she mentioned before this series began. And he's been very good to her. He's very good in the post game. He's honest. I mean, he, he's he, nothing much not to like. He's very cerebral. And he's He's big and he's bulky. He's he's great. I mean, it's all there's to it. He's a great player. And right now, it's not it's not even a de there's no debate. He's the best player in the league. I mean, is 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 not even close. I mean, Butler is a. He's not on his level. He's had a hell of a postseason. You know, LeBron is not on that level anymore. Uh, you know, not on that level. I mean, he's better than Giannis. He's better than Tatum. Forget Curry. I mean, he's the best player in the league. I mean, he's much better than Embiid. It's, it's, he's, he's the best 
playing the NBA. I'm not telling you anything you don't know. I mean, it, I don't know. If you don't think that, you're not watching the same games I'm watching. He's that good. And, uh, you know, he, uh, at times, he can really, you know, just overwhelm a game. Now, he didn't have to do that throughout this series. He did in game one. Uh, he did, uh, you know, at times he did in, uh, in the fourth quarter last night. He didn't have to do it as much in game three because he had the 30 points out of Murray in half number one. Uh, but, and you know, they made a million big shots in game number th- in game number two in the comeback. You know, they, they can be a little sporadic offensively because, you know, uh, I don't love Porter, you know, uh, Pope. I mean, they could be, a, they don't have that third unbelievably good player. I mean, Porter's erratic, doesn't play any defense, loves to shoot threes. I mean, you know, he's talented, but I don't think he's great. Uh, But, you know, Murray is, and Jokic is, and as a result, they win going away here and get themselves in a final. Uh, I don't want to hear about LeBron sitting there saying he might retire, he doesn't know what he's going to do. Nonsense. LeBron's going to play. I mean, LeBron's going to play. I mean, he's not going to another team. His empire is in Los Angeles. He's going to stay in Los Angeles. He's not going anywhere else. You heard Jeff Benedict, who wrote the LeBron book, tell us about a month or so ago that, in fact, uh, he wants his goal is to play with his son. He's got to play another couple of years for that to happen. And then, of course, the son's got to be good enough to play in the NBA. LeBron's not as good as he was. I mean, you know, he's there's about eight, nine players at least better than he is in the NBA. His shooting is not as good. He's, he's almost more of a playmaker at times than he is a guy that is going to be, you know, you don't want him so passive. You know, and the season was on the line last night. He's throwing the ball over to D'Angelo Russell. Really? Come on, LeBron, take over the game. But he's 38. So, I mean, I got to give him a little break. He's won plenty. He's been an all-timer. So I'm not going to sit there and go crazy on, you know, on evaluating his performance in his series. Uh, you know, uh, I don't think LeBron's stature is going to go higher or lower no matter what he did. I think overall, I think most of us would think he's probably number two. It'll be, he's not going to catch Jordan. I think you can debate that two spot, but I think at the end of the day, he'll probably be there. You know, you can have Kareem discuss that. You can obviously discuss Bird in my eyes. Uh, there are others, but I mean, I think overall, I think the consensus will be he's the second best player in the history of the NBA, and he'll be behind Jordan. I mean, I and I know he's not going to rise above Jordan, and he's, uh, you know, he's probably not going to, and anything he does now, is not going to decrease his value where all of a sudden he's fifth. He's going to be two. And I don't think anything in this series or in this playoff or anything along the lines of the year was going to change that. I don't need, you know, he's a diva. So, I mean, you know, he wants the attention on him. He's out now. We're not going to pay any attention to LeBron before Memorial Day. It's over. So, I mean, maybe that's, you know, he can have first take, scream and yell about it. What's what's LeBron going to do? A little bit like Serena Williams. I mean, he loves the attention. Retire, not retire, back. Here, what team, this, it drives you crazy. I mean, you know, he's going to be a Laker and he's going to return. I'd be shocked if he doesn't. He's still very, very good. Probably a touch below great where he was elite, but he's, he's still excellent. And I still think he's got plenty left. I think the second half of the year will give him a little spirit. They had a good run in the postseason. I mean, they're not as good as Denver. I mean, you know, I mean, Davis is in and out. Uh, you know, uh, Itchitura is good. We like him. Uh, Reeves is a good player. We like him. But, you know, Russell, again, is not the answer. They're playing Tristan Thompson last night to find something. That, that, that tells you something. All, that's what you need to know right there. Uh, and the Lakers, you know, I don't know if he's going to win another championship. I would say right now, if you had to make me guess, I'd say no. Uh, but he could still be a factor. And I think he's going to play. But this is about the Nuggets right now.
I think the NBA, a horrific mistake. They used to have an earlier start update for their final if there was a quick conference uh, conclusion in both leagues, both divisions. You know, East and West, they have eliminated that. They have got a settled date on June 1, and they're in big trouble with that date. They're in huge, unless Miami somehow loses two, three games in a row. They're in huge trouble. Uh, You are going to hope that the sports fan, and that's the guy in New York and L.A. and Chicago, Chicago, you're going to have to hope Miami doesn't have a lot of sports fans. Denver's Denver. That that sports fan sticks with the NBA finals when it doesn't start for 10 days. When the weather's going to get good and a lot of it, well, the weather is good in the Northeast. When you're going to turn your attention to summertime, golf, uh, your own activities, maybe some baseball if you live in a market that's got some teams, whether that be in New York or L.A. or wherever it might be, you're not going to be paying attention or be waiting around for Nuggets heat. That is a problem. The quicker they got that started, the better off they're going to be. Waiting for a week from Thursday, June 1. And I know ABC doesn't want them probably in the sweeps in the month of May. But that's a tough one. That's a tough one. You're going to have a lot of trouble generating. See, they got to regenerate fan enthusiasm. They have to regenerate juice for the final. Especially if the Heat win tonight. They got to regenerate it. All right, now we sit tight for five, six days. And even after Memorial Day weekend, you're still going to wait three days for game one. It's a long way off. Want more Chris Russo? Listen to Mad Dog Unleashed weekdays from 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern on Mad Dog Sports Radio, Sirius XM Channel 82. Mad Dog Daily Bite is part of the Sirius XM Sports Podcast Network. If you've enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, please give a five-star rating and leave a review. Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcasts.